2: And good morning and happy Saturday to you. Welcome in to 670 The Score. And uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, Bruce Levine, we have uh, major breaking news here. We- right.
3: So all you baseball fans,
2: take your baseball
3: hat off, put your Bears hat on, and uh, we are going to be talking uh, Bears football and the Khalil Mack trade for the next hour and a half, 312-644-6767. Normally, uh, this is this would never happen. This is our baseball show. We talk Cubs, socks, everything baseball. But under the circumstances, we have to serve the masses out there. This is a huge national story, a huge local story. The story is that Khalil Mack will be joining the Chicago Bears in a trade that should include a two number one picks and a player that has not been Confirmed yet, but uh, what we know uh, right now is that uh, that trade has been made, and we are going to have experts and open phone lines for you at 312-644-6767. Text us at 67011. The next hour and a half, all football, all Khalil Mack talk.
2: And inside the clubhouse, sponsored by all-natural Frozen Respect Burgers, now available at your local Jewel Osco. Inside the Clubhouse,
3: also brought to you by Max and Benny's in Northbrook, your top restaurant, deli, and bakery in Chicagoland. They invite you to share with them the best food in the area seven days a week. The holidays are fast approaching. Make sure you get your New Year's food from them. Best cooks, food experts at Max and Benny's. The new party room handles all your fares from 10 to 150 with private sections and great deals. Ask for John at maxandbennies.com for this and all your catering needs in the area. Dinners from 4 to 9 p.m. seven days a week feature the best food and trimmings in the city. Lox, corned beef, pastrami, smoked sable, and the best bakery in the world await you at Max and Benny's 30 minutes from downtown, 30 minutes from the Wisconsin border. Love you some com. Love you some new Chicago Bears dominance.
2: Yes, so we are going to talk about Khalil Mack, as Bruce mentioned, for the next uh, 90 minutes uh we've got great guests we want your phone calls as well 312 644 6767 67011 if you'd like to text us many of you are doing that already uh let's jump right out to our score hotline rich campbell of the tribune kind Hi. enough to give us some time right off the top rich good morning hey guys how we doing we're doing great and uh we were uh jolted awake uh, as you likely were this morning by by this huge news and uh, you know the the Uh, Team, I guess, was jokingly uh, asking if they were traded for Khalil Mack in the locker room yesterday, and sure enough, somebody or future somebodies were traded for Khalil Mack today.
1: That's right. That's right. You know, I sensed for a while that if Mack was going to be dealt, it was going to be dealt to a team that sensed it was on the cusp of contending for a Super Bowl, and the Bears are not that team. But it is easy to see why – Adding one of the NFL's best players to address your top roster need is something that would appeal to Ryan Pace. And so I think this says a lot, number one, about what the Bears think of themselves and how close they are to contending for a playoff spot. Let's remember, it's a last-place team, so let's start there. And then beyond that, I just think that it speaks to the urgency that Ryan Pace feels carrying this 14 and 34 record with him into Matt Nagy's tenure that the Bears really have to make a step forward make meaningful progress and if they don't somebody else you know another GM Pace's successor whoever that would be would have to worry about the fact they don't have two first round picks in whatever years down the road so you understand that Pace is continuing to take resources from the future and Put him into this fire. You know, he's trying to throw kindling on the fire and get this thing burning. And here we are. It's an interesting move, to say the least. Suddenly, their depth concerns at edge rusher aren't as pressing. Suddenly, Leonard Floyd's broken right hand isn't, uh, doesn't cause as much anxiety. And we'll have to see how quickly Mac gets in, gets in football shape. He's been a holdout all preseason. And I think he'll look good in, in navy and orange.
3: Rich, uh, give us the economics of how this works with uh, not having to pay the quarterback right now and then uh, how much uh, the Bears should uh, expect to pay Mac.
1: Well, the Aaron Donald contract, which was agreed upon by the Rams and made him the highest-paid defensive player out there, uh, that, that sort of pushed this thing forward once the numbers came out. Earlier this week, I think Donald. Boy, the, the numbers are escaping me off the top of my head, but I think it's like twenty million a yeah. year. I mean, it's a like quarterback money.
2: I have it here, uh, Rich. It's uh, it's six and one thirty-five with eighty-seven million guaranteed.
1: So there you go. It's over twenty million. That's how good at math I am on a Saturday morning. <laughs> that's why we're journalists here, buddy. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So so put it in that ballpark, right? And yes, because Trubisky's on a rookie deal, the rookie wage scale allows teams to. Add, you know, add big pieces like this when they have, let's say, a quarterback, you know, a, a very key player, a player who's normally very expensive. Uh, you can add that and make it work in your your salary cap structure. Now, the, the other question too is cash budget, which was a real question mark, I guess, as the Bears were operating here. Apparently, Ryan Pace got whatever check mark he needed from Ted Phillips and, and George McCaskey in terms of cash cash budget here. So you would expect you know, when, when Max signs his deal this weekend, obviously he's going to get an extension here and, and the new contract he seeks that it's going to be front loaded. The bears have done that with Kyle Fuller, for example, paying Fuller, I believe $18 million this season just to try to take advantage of the space they have before Trubisky will end up having to renegotiate, assuming that he does well. So, We'll see how long they sign them for. We'll see the guarantee. I think it's going to be those eye-popping numbers like Aaron Donald got. And <laughs> the, the the difference here is if you're giving up two first-rounders, okay, you are giving up that flexibility that a player like Trubisky provides you, right? I mean, that's the, the inexpensive labor that you're hoping is excellent. You know, it's it's first-round pick, right? It's as good as it gets. So, they're giving that up for a known commodity in Mac. And it shows you that they just need a known commodity, right? I mean, they've missed some yep. enough of these first round picks. They've missed enough in the draft that they decide to go out and, and get somebody who they know they can count on, hasn't missed a game, 10 sacks a year. So you understand the trade-off there and it is a trade-off.
2: Well, and, uh, and I was, as I was reading about this Mac move for the bears, you know, reminded that as, as Donald signed that huge, huge extension, you know, the Bears wanted him. They would have taken him and they missed him by one pick when the Rams jumped uh, and got him ahead of him. So that's uh, certainly their breaking news on the score, by the way, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai and Algonquin. Safe time shop online at rosenhyundai.com. Uh, we are talking about the breaking news of the day. The huge news. Khalil Mack coming to the Chicago Bears, one of the NFL's best defensive players. Uh, and Rich Campbell from the Tribune is our guest right now talking about the deal uh, Rich, that defense now—you you kind of mentioned it—the Leonard Floyd thing, not as not as big a deal. We're not necessarily wondering what Aaron Lynch is going to give us anymore. Uh, so, I Ooh. mean, that, that there's a core there, isn't there? I mean, that that's a young core there on defense.
1: Yeah, and and even just as recently as last night, I, I think the questions about that young core, that defense, were a little uncomfortable because of Leonard Floyd's broken right hand, because of Akeem Hicks's knee injury he, he wasn't even on the sideline for the game on Thursday night which was unusual and then Roquan Smith's ascent into the starting lineup his need to get into shape and get past the strained hamstring the Bears were going to start the season shorthanded with that young core, and they still might but long term those questions don't nearly cause as much anxiety as they have and for the last two seasons this was going to be the third straight season that the Bears were the only team in the NFL without a defensive player who has ever been to the Pro Bowl. It says a lot about what Vic Fangio has been able to get out of this group given the level of talent, but really the Bears have not had the star power. They haven't had the game changer, and this is what Khalil Mack gives them, and it's the known commodity. It's the proven element. I think it's you know, as important to look at his 10 sacks a year as it is looking at the fact he hasn't missed a game. That's not what you could say about Leonard Floyd. And obviously it'll make Floyd better because Mac's going to command attention. It should get Leonard Floyd back on the right side of offenses where he's going against right tackles, beating up on some slower bodies over there. And now the Bears can truly have that balance, which is what the 3-4 front is designed to do. Both edges attacking, some unpredictability there with Vic Fangio. And yeah, you said it. Max only 27, and that's why you do the deal, because he's going to be part of your defense. He's going to be a centerpiece, face of the franchise guy for a few years.
3: Rich, how, how much can the Bears now dumb it down and make it, uh, we're, we're going to throw a dominant defense at you every game. Um, our quarterback's still developing. We're not going to take as many risks uh, like they have in the past and continue to be a, a team uh, maybe like the, the old uh, – Minnesota Vikings that uh, just or or the Miami Dolphins back in the day that just don't make mistakes and just beat you up and and keep the keep the game short and the clock moving
1: I think that is part of it but the other part of it is that Matt Nagy wants to throw and that's something that that we can't ignore as we go into the season here that yes, Jordan Howard is their best offensive player in the running game, and it probably would benefit Trubisky and the Bears to really lean on Jordan Howard, especially with the newness at receiver. But they want to throw it. And this goes back to a point that that I've stuck to throughout camp and that is the Bears are going to be better on October 1st than they are today. And they're going to be better on November 1st than October 1st. It's a building team. There's a lot of new parts There's an inexperienced head coach an inexperienced quarterback that is going to need time to come together. And Matt Nagy over the last week has really been asking fans openly for patience, saying it's going to take time, especially offensively. So now you incorporate a new, excellent defensive part. And like I said, with some of these injury concerns or conditioning concerns with some key players on defense, it's going to need time to build. What we see Sunday night against the Packers I guess a week from tomorrow, that's not going to be the team that, that finishes this season. I think that's important for, for everyone to understand that it is a long a longer play still. I mean, the Bears fans have a little bit longer to wait before they, they make this big jump. And let's, let's say this, if, if everyone knew right now that in 2019 the Bears were going to compete for the division title and really take that step forward, I think everybody would be okay with that, watching another year of, of just sort of a build and a scent. And I think that's a fair expectation considering the boldness, the the moves that Ryan Pace has made. Certainly the standard is that high once we start next year. This year is going to be about building. We're going to have to continue to see how that identity comes together.
2: This hour brought to you by Glenview Park Golf Club. Experience the best at Glenview Park Golf Club. Visit golfglenview.com. You're just waking up. Huge news uh, breaking uh, about an hour or so ago. Khalil Mack, the holdout for the Oakland Raiders, former NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Is coming to the Chicago Bears, a huge trade in the works, and Rich Campbell from the Tribune is on uh, discussing it with us. Last thing for you, Rich, we know you got to get moving. So, And you alluded to division title things. I've seen, via the wonderful world of Twitter already, people saying, well, this vaults the Bears immediately uh, as favorites in that NFC North. I, I, I'd pump the brakes on that a little bit, but certainly, I mean, the floor has been raised considerably, right?
1: I would say, I mean, I, I don't think uh, the Bears are a pass rusher away. I really don't and I also don't think a pass rusher translates to wins in the way that would be required to vault them up that high. What what are the what what's going to win the division? 10 and 6 certainly. You probably need to win 11 games, so that would be a 6 game improvement. I mean as I thought hard about my win prediction at the end of the preseason, you know, Thursday night because we got to submit these to the Tribune, I'm thinking 6 and 10. I was thinking six and ten just because of the newness everywhere, some of the injury concerns, some of the depth concerns. So if I am staying true to that, if I was at six and ten, where does this take me now? Seven and nine? Eight and eight? Again, I think that's a fantastic season for the Bears. Organization that's lost at least ten games in each of the last four years. If they could get to eight and eight this year, that's a terrific step forward. And then, as I said, you, you reshift the focus to twenty nineteen and really start to build on Trubisky's second year in this offense. So I, I think it's a longer play. I, if the Bears pull off a, a Rams-like turnaround or an Eagles-like turnaround, more power to them. I don't think uh, fans should expect that. I think they will be a lot happier if they don't, and they can enjoy just what they see in terms of building because I think they have a lot going for them right now, certainly more now, this morning, than we have seen, probably going back to when Mark Tressman was first here and some of that offense was together, and they were competing for the division title back then.
2: And it's funny that you say that too, Rich, because I happened to be on the air when they traded for Brandon Marshall, however many years ago that was. And it was the same excitement and you know the same uh, burst, I guess, of energy from Bears fans, and and burst of optimism, and rightfully so. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning on short notice. Thanks for jumping on, and uh, sure we'll be talking with you soon. Thanks for having me, guys. That's Rich Campbell, Chicago Tribune. Joining us, uh, this is Inside the Clubhouse. Normally, Bruce Levine is here. I'm Mike Esposito. Uh, We are doing Chicago Bears talk, though, today. Major breaking news. Khalil Mack headed to the Bears, the Oakland Raiders linebacker, former Defensive Player of the Year in 2016. Uh, Apparently, although the deal is not finalized, it looks like the Bears are sending two first-rounders to the Raiders uh, for Khalil Mack, so a huge move uh, by Ryan Pace. It looks like an all-in move by Pace. He's 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 got his quarterback. He's got his defense, and not a lot of flexibility going forward. Bruce, and you mentioned it with the economics of this. That's that's yeah, something that, that... That's
3: that's the game changer here. Is they they don't have to pay their their young quarterback for a while, and and the money can be shifted here to another dominant player. And as Rich pointed out, uh, very succinctly, the the idea that. Uh, this is a player, a known commodity rather than the number one picks that they'll be giving up in the next couple of years. We don't know if it's indeed next year and the year after or down the line, but it's significant. When mm-hmm. a team gives up number one picks, uh, you're, you're giving up an awful lot, especially for a team projected to be in the middle of the pack like the Bears are. Uh, that's a high draft pick, but nonetheless, um uh, this deal is being made, and we need to talk to you about it at 312-644-6767. As Mike said, normally this is all baseball. We'll be back talking baseball next week and, in, and through the rest of the year, but this uh, this transcends uh, everything uh, right now as this huge trade is being made by the Bears. Text Mike at 67011, again, 312-644-6767 to talk this trade. We're going to have more experts with you, Chris Emma from Our uh, website's going to be on to talk as well. We're also going to talk to
2: David Haught, 930 from our morning show, a longtime Bears guy, former uh, college footballer himself. So this is not something that the Bears do every day. This is a once in a blue moon type thing. We want your calls. 312-644-6767. A modified inside the clubhouse. We'll call it uh, inside the huddle today. Thank you, Texter, for that. Uh, give us a call. We want to talk to you next right here on The Score. And welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Exciting morning here in Chicago. If you are just waking up, the Chicago Bears have just traded for Khalil Mack. The all-pro linebacker from the Oakland Raiders is now going to be a member of the Chicago Bears. Uh, Reportedly, although not official, two first-rounders heading back to Oakland in the deal. We're talking to you about it. At 312-644-6767. Normally you're inside the clubhouse in this time slot. Bruce Levine is here. Uh, due to this huge breaking news, we are doing Bears uh, until 1030 today. Right here on 670 The Score. Let's jump out to the phones uh, and we'll start in Lake. Bill is there talking. Khalil Mack and the Bears. Hey, Bill, good morning.
4: Hey, good morning to you guys. I uh, don't mind missing baseball to talk about this today. So thank you for talking about it. Sure. Um, This is a deal that I think we've all been waiting for. I don't mean to get meatball on uh, everybody, but man, this is the first time I've been super excited about Ryan Pace and what he's doing. The vision's like finally coming together. And I think nationally, the big story is what is John Gruden doing? Like, the Raiders gave him 10 years, 100 million, and in Chicago, that shouldn't be a big deal, but. Man, I'm super stoked. I can't wait for the season to start. Thanks for having me on.
2: Sure. Bill, appreciate the call. And that's, you know, we we saw quotes from John Gruden, and I saw this again this morning, Bruce. Uh, Gruden said, you know, our defense was no good last year with Khalil Mack on it. So you kind of saw and maybe you thought that was negotiating posture for, for Oakland. That was early on in training camp. Gruden threw that out there. Uh, obviously not. He, he does not feel that Khalil Mack, uh, in Oakland w- was going to make that much of a deal or they could not get that well, deal done.
3: The reason that is that Gruden's taking all the money there. Yeah. That's, that's I think they're paying him like something like $13 million a year.
2: It's a ridiculous amount. Uh, reportedly he, he, he 10 gave and up his job yeah. at
3: ESPN for 10 million a year. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people got fired because of that, uh, that initial deal at ESPN, but uh, you know, he's a great coach, uh, but you know, he's speaking for the organization there. And uh, you know, again, you put Mac with Smith and with Floyd when he comes back from his injury and you're starting about talking about the, the monsters of the midway again, as far as defense and uh, how you go about uh, controlling games, controlling clocks and uh, dominating football. So, from from all that perspective here, this is a great trade, and we haven't even begun to talk about the new swagger that'll be in uh, that locker room.
2: There's no doubt, to Bill's point, this is certainly uh, the most excitement that the Bears, I'm sure, inside that locker room have felt, and uh, Bears fans as well, leading into uh, next Sunday night's opener in Green Bay. Uh, driving safely on I-57 is Josh. He's up next here on The Score, talking Bears. Hey, Josh, good morning.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. Um First and foremost, this has got to be the easiest decision Ryan Pace has ever made in his life, kind of playing with house money when it comes to this deal, because he's not going to be around to uh, feel the lack of two first-round picks if the Bears don't improve drastically uh, in the next couple seasons. So this was an easy decision for him.
3: It's a good point. Uh,
4: also, this is very similar to the 90s when the Green Bay Packers Kind of quote unquote paid a king's ransom to bring in Reggie White. By no means am I comparing Khalil Mack to Reggie White just yet. However, it has that kind of feel to it. Um, That's how I'm feeling about it today. Gentlemen, it's a great day to be a Bears fan and bear down.
2: Thank you, Josh. Uh, And that is it, right? If Khalil Mack stays on being Khalil Mack, the Khalil Mack that we saw uh, in the first four years of his career, Defensive Player of the Year in 2016 most quarterback pressures in the four years since he's been in the league, et cetera, et cetera. If we continue to see that guy, then this trade is worth it. If you get a generational defensive talent, you give up whatever.
3: When was the last time the Bears had as versatile an all-pro defender on their team? I mean, we, we saw Erlacher come up initially as an outside linebacker and then moved to the middle. He was, uh, in college, he was a, a He was a safety, I believe. So from that perspective, this guy's already been an all-pro at two different positions, defensive end and and linebacker. uh, You know, it's a crazy, crazy athletic player who should add a a new dimension to the Bears just by the way they feel about themselves out
2: there. To Arlington Heights and Vince up next. Uh, Khalil Mack to the Bears. Vince, what you got for us?
4: Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to uh, list the eight core players now for the Bears defense. Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Akeem Hicks, Leonard Floyd, Kyle Fuller, Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson, Danny Trevathan, Super Bears, Super Bowl. Let's go, boys. Thanks for taking my call.
2: Uh, All right. Vince is excited. Vince is ready to uh, put the shoulder pads on there. Uh, I'm with you. You didn't say Eddie Goldman either, Vince. Uh, Dave in Milwaukee, you're up next talking uh, Khalil Mack to the Bears. Hey, Dave.
4: I'm all for this, because if any other team in our division would have done that, everybody in Chicago would have been griping, well, why didn't the Bears do anything? You know, sometimes the draft isn't the only way to get players either. Three, eight, and making, you know, trades like this. You got to do what you got to do, because it was a need for the team.
2: There's no doubt, Dave, and we appreciate your call, and thank you for making it. Uh, a lot of textures pointing out Julius Peppers when the Bears got him, although that was a free agent move, that was not a trade move.
3: He was a little longer of tooth at that time, still yep. a dominant player. But this is uh, when you when you get a, a young player who was drafted what in 2015. I mean, uh, he's
2: he's played four seasons, so yes, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen.
3: You know, you this is you know this is huge for for them as far as uh, just the the way they go about. Preparing for the future, and as yep. the caller pointed out, uh, the future is now for the Chicago Bears.
2: Yeah, you've got, and check that he played. He, he was drafted in fourteen, 14. so fourteen fifth. This will be his fifth season. Right, you've got you've got a young quarterback on a rookie pay scale. You don't have to pay him for a few more years. You hope you have to pay him because if he doesn't work out, then this whole thing then it becomes. Strang- uh,
3: strangely enough, Mike, at uh, ten and a half <laughs> sacks last year, but not an All Pro uh, for some odd reason, but.
2: Well, John Gruden didn't think they needed him, so 312 644 is the number. More of your calls after we talk uh, to our buddy David Haw from our Mullion Haw Morning Show. Uh, David, good morning, and uh, a little news this morning to wake you up on a Saturday.
5: Good morning, guys. Yeah, I used to talk in baseball with you two on, on a Saturday morning, but the Bears have uh, stolen the show and, and, and made an impactful move that I think uh, changes the context of the entire. Season it changes the context of of things moving forward, and and this is a bold move for Ryan Pace, and, and this is a uh, this is a great day for the Chicago Bears.
2: Well, and, and David, we've we've talked about Ryan Pace and the various moves he's made over his tenure, and the fact that he's getting a, a second uh, contract, and you know, got to hire a new coach, et cetera, before uh, you know the the inevitable. If if this doesn't work out, replacing of him, I mean, this is it. This is his all in, right? You've got Mitch in that offense, you've got Mac and that defense. And this is it. If this doesn't work, I would imagine it's sayonara to Ryan Pace, right?
5: Well, yeah, but let's, well, let's look at it this way. I mean, this is a move that is like you only live once, yep. but you do get a second chance. And, and Ryan Pace has taken advantage of his second chance. He hit reset when he took over, you know, and when they fired John Fox, they could have fired Ryan Pace too. He was 14 and 34 as well. They didn't. They reinforced their faith in him. They reinvested uh, in him and... He has made the most of it. When you look at what the Bears have done in this offseason, this, this is a continuation of that momentum. Allen Robinson, Trey Burton, you know the wide receivers, the, the draft pick, Roquan Smith. The hiccup was the holdout. But in hiring Matt Nagy, you heard a coach who has been tireless, tirelessly enthusiastic. He's been very genuine. And, and really, when I say changes the context of how we look at this season, Everything that you've heard about Matt Nagy and the way he's handled this preseason has been about preparing people for a tenure more than a season, you know, resting the starters and, and thinking ahead and being patient. Well, you, you just made a move for a pass rusher in his prime. He, this says you're ready to win now, and you better be right about Mitch Trubisky, and you better be right about a lot of things, but you have to admire the fact that he's putting, he's putting those priorities uh, ahead of the other long-term plans that they had maybe established earlier. And, and they're getting a guy that, uh, you know, is a difference maker, an impact guy. And uh, I, the only question now is when he can start.
3: Yeah, that, that's certainly the case. David, uh, number one picks, I mean, they're they're looked at like, uh, you know, family jewels as far as football teams go. Trading mm-hmm. at least two number one picks is what we're hearing at this point. Yep how How unprecedented is that?
5: Well, Bruce, I think it's the price of playing poker uh, in in the NFL, and I think that you're right. I mean the, this is these picks tend to uh, you know build futures and and people lose their jobs if they're wrong, but but there's a huge boom or bus factor when you're talking about first round draft picks. When you protect those picks, bruce, you you and you make those picks, you hope that you'll be drafting a player as good as Khalil Mack is. So there's some of the, you know, you're you're mortgaging the future to an extent. But if it pays off in, and you win now and you experience the success that you're trying to plan for later, it's certainly worthwhile. Now, two first-round picks, and the Bears already traded away their second last year, so we're all just going to take the first couple of days of the draft <laughs> off next <laughs> April because they don't have any sort of uh, reason to, you know, Unless they move up in the draft, but I think when you talk about the the price to get a player of this caliber, you're talking about one of the five top defensive players in the, in the uh, NFL. Then then you're going to have to give up something, and two first round picks is, you know, that's that's the value.
2: Bottom of the hour brought to you by Northwestern football. The Wildcats have the best home schedule in the nation this fall, hosting Michigan, Notre Dame, and Mort Ryan Field. Tickets to both games available with season tickets only. By now at nusports.com. So, David, uh, and we've talked about this with our callers. We've talked about this. uh, We talked to uh, your teammate, Rich Campbell, there at the Tribune. What does this do immediately for for expectations? I I don't know about you, but I had fairly low to, to middling expectations for the Bears this year. Does this elevate them into the playoff discussion, do you think? Well, I think it has to, you
5: know, and, and I think that when you talk about you know, the, the playoff discussion in the NFL, the playoff discussion is any team that you think could be, you know, 500 or slightly better. And, and I think the bears put themselves in that, in that class by getting a defensive player who is going to change games. And, you know, the, the, the trick, the trick in, in in interpreting all this is, is to try to maintain, you know, for fans, they can do whatever you want, but when you're trying to interpret the, the meaning of, of what the Bears just did. It's like, you know, don't get too carried away. But realistically, when you talk about a defense potentially as good as the Bears can be, then you've got to be fair to expectations. And the Bears can be a 9-10 win team with a defense that has a pass rusher, this elite. And so it does change the context of the expectations for 2018. And it also removes (laughs) a margin for error because you're talking about one player having this much value. You know, in terms of injury, the Bears' two most important defensive players right now or two most, I guess, explosive defensive players right now, neither one took a snap of training camp. Neither one really has a training camp to speak of in Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack. But if those two players are the kind of guys who they can be and who they have been, then this is a very, very dangerous defense.
3: Uh, the money they're going to spend on this contract is going to be huge. Obviously, it's defrayed by the fact they don't have to pay their quarterback at this point. But uh, what does that do to change the image? Uh, do you think, David, of the Chicago Bears and their their will to win?
5: Well, Bruce, you know from you know ownership groups in Chicago that that not, not all of the uh, perceptions always reality, and the perception is that the Bears and the McCaskeys, you know, are cheap. But the reality is is that they've not been really they're afraid of spending money if they think it hasn't been that their their willingness to spend the money it's been uh, what they've spent it on and some of the players that they spent it on in recent years haven't been you know wise investments so this to me is consistent with George McCaskey as chairman he, he's 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 aggressive he's not always right but he's aggressive and i think that this is an aggressive move that you don't make without the blessing of ownership um, this says that you have some urgency attached to your tenure. You feel like, you, George, looking at this and, and wondering, um, you know, how long is it going to be before we are back in playoff contention, before we are back in Super Bowl conversation? And these, this is a move that's putting your money where your mouth is. And I think that the Bears can say that uh, they aren't – they're not going to proclaim this, but this, this is certainly – when you see the numbers that are going to be attached to this deal, they're not cheap, they're not reluctant, um, and they're aggressive, and they're they're bold, and, and this is um, this is proof.
2: Bottom of the hour brought to you by Hub Group Trucking. Hub Group Trucking has a variety of CDL A driving opportunities in your area. Drivers offer top-tier pay, great benefits, plus bonus programs. Join one of the nation's top carriers, start a great career centered around you. Call now, 888-703-3889 or online at Hub Group Trucking. Dot com. Last thing for you, David, we appreciate you jumping on on uh, short notice with the breaking Bears news here. Uh, but th- this reminds me of the day the Bears traded for Jay Cutler. They gave up a haul. You thought you were getting a young stud fixture for your team uh, for a number of years. And-, and Cutler was a fixture for the team. It wasn't, uh, obviously, as they had hoped in terms of output or results. They did make the NFC title game the one year. But uh, your thoughts on comparing the two, is that an accurate uh, assessment?
5: I do think it is, Mike. I, I think that's probably you know a, a good, probably a good way to temper enthusiasm too. I mean, you don't want to be a buzzkill, but you you want to try to balance uh, the excitement with um, with reality. And that one player often doesn't live up to expectations. Jay Cutler didn't, but I think that day uh, when they made that deal, it was uh, Jerry Angelo kind of recognizing the fact they needed an elite, or what he thought was an elite quarterback to get to the next level. This is Ryan Pace acknowledging that they. Um, they need another impact player on the defense, and they, they're ready to win now. I I don't know that um, I, I don't know that Ryan Pace looked at it like the elusive pass rusher. You know, I think this is Ryan Pace more taking advantage of an opportunity because Khalil Mack was out there. There were other teams interested. Um, there was a contract issue in, in Oakland, and and the Bears capitalized. So it's a very similar feeling for Bears fans, I think, than the, than the Jay Cutler day, April 2nd, 2009. Wow, you remember um,
2: the date to yes. the sound of the day, huh?
5: It, it, you, look, <laughs> when you cover the Bears as long as I yep. cover the Bears and they have so few monumental you know, moves like this, uh, you remember those. But uh, that one didn't materialize, but I think this one may have a I, – I think Khalil Mack is a is kind of player, potentially – that fits right into the Bears tradition and could be a guy that uh, you're going to really enjoy.
3: Mully and Haw Monday morning. I, I imagine there will be a few things to talk. About.
2: <laughs> Thanks, well, guys. Yep, thank you, David. We appreciate you jumping on. And uh, actually, Bruce, you're staring at Monday morning because it's Labor Day. So, oh, that's right. Yours and it, truly and David Schuster will, uh, well, will be you know, taking your, your Bears calls. There'll be plenty calls. of
3: Cubs, Sox, but mostly. <laughs> Bear talk, uh, talking about Mac. And again, for all you tuning in right now inside the clubhouse, as we normally have here, talking baseball every Saturday, 52 weeks out of the year from 9 to 11. We had a table of that today because of this big trade for the Chicago Bears bringing in uh, Khalil Mack and uh, the dominance that he may bring to the defense. We're taking your calls. 312-644-6767. Text Mike six We're going all the way up to 1030 before Illini football.
2: We're going to be hardcore with your calls next segment, so line them up. 312-644-6767. Khalil Mack, the Pro Bowl defensive linebacker to the Bears right here. On Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. And welcome back, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. This is normally inside the clubhouse. Bruce Levine is here. I'm Mike Esposito. Uh, Huge breaking Bears news today, so we are going to call this inside the huddle for the next uh, 45 minutes. But Khalil Mack, the uh, former defensive player of the year from the Oakland Raiders, acquired by the Chicago Bears, new contract coming. Uh, The Bears are going to pay him. We we don't have the details on that yet, but uh, we shall, and when we get them, uh, we will give them to you. Three one two six four four six seven six seven. Uh huge bears news and we're talking to you about it as we always do right here on the score. Let's get right out to the phones. Lots of people want to chime in on the Khalil Mac deal. South Holland first. Daryl is up. Hey, Daryl, good morning.
4: Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? Good, hey, uh, real quick about that. Um, I think Ryan Pace now has made up for the mistake he made of trading down the number two and giving up the draft pick to get Trubisky. Today makes up for that, in my opinion. I think uh, um, Ryan Pace had made a mistake because you never trade draft picks when you're building a team. Everybody knows that. But I think now getting the player with the with the ability of Khalil Mack will make the Bears. And we, we, we don't need to temper this. We need to say we have some high expectations. We have a 9-7 and seven expectation at least. And we need to go forward with that. I got to have one baseball comment. I can't call you short. I call you All right.
3: <laughs> well, we'll take hey, one, but we're we're doing mostly football today.
4: I understand. I understand. But I'm really getting optimistic about that uh, starting rotation on the south side. I you mean, better. And, and, guys, and you know
3: those what? Those guys
2: are looking good. Guess yeah. what?
3: The best one is going to be coming next year. His name is Dylan Cease.
2: Look at that. Keep, uh, keep your
3: keep your eye on Dylan Cease, the other guy in the Eloy trade.
2: Daryl, we appreciate the call. And right, I mean, I agree with Daryl. This is an all-in. You know, Brian Pace apparently is telling the world without saying it outright, we believe we are ready to contend. We believe the pieces are in place. I don't want to coach uh, quote uh, our buddy Dave Wanstead, uh, but pieces are in place, Bruce. That's your defense. This is your offense. You got your coach. Mike, let's go, boys. What, what do go- Bear
3: fans through the generations love the most about Bears history and what are their thoughts? Yeah, linebackers. it it is Bill George. It is Butkus. It is Singletary. It is Erlacher. And now you have another dominant player to be looking at, hopefully for the next six or seven years.
2: Uh, Yeah, we will keep you updated. Also, a few texters asking about when we're going to get a news conference. I have not seen that yet. Uh, We'll talk to score reporter Chris Emma during the 10 o'clock hour. He may know, but certainly as soon as we find out, we will let you know and we will certainly air said news conference right here on the score. South Haven, Tom is up. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning to you.
0: You know, a lot of our my guys, we, we were in Vegas a few weeks ago, and the over-under, I think, was six and a half. You know, yep. for, for sure, this is a 500 team now. Maybe, as your caller said, probably, you know, maybe nine victories, depending on luck. You know, I just wanted to know if you guys had heard anything on the background. Reggie McKenzie, you know, runs Oakland. John Dorsey runs Cleveland, and they're both out of the executive wing of the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. The Packers were rumored, and so was Cleveland rumored to be in the hunt for uh, Mac. And he. And Reggie McKenzie sticks him right here in the middle of the Central Division, the Chicago Bears. I think he's a Lawrence Taylor-type back. I mean, we don't know yet until he plays out his career, but he's healthy. I think it's terrific for the Chicago Bears, and you're right. Uh, McCask- McCaskies aren't cheap. I mean, they're they're making an effort. They made some dumb moves over the years. This is a really a wise move. Uh, I'm looking forward to your comments. Thank you very much for having me on.
2: Sure, Tom. Thank you. Well, yeah. I mean, if Mac can stay healthy and be the Khalil Mac that he was in Oakland for the next four or five years, I mean, then this is this is a great trade. I mean, your first round pick. Look at your first round pick history and what you have and have not gotten from them over the years. And if you would have said next year's pick, let's call it 15, let's say you're a middle of the pack team. You're picking 15th in the first round. If you're going to draft a potential defensive player of the year there, well, then I think you take that. Now, of course, there's the the economics of it, the finances. You're paying Mac now. You don't have to pay the picks yet. But, I mean, at this point, who cares? I mean, the Bears have been in, out and, out in, you know, wallowing in the desert for long enough, haven't they? They, they
3: certainly have. And on top of that, Mike, uh, with with the 3-4 defense and you have dominant athletes like Mack at that position. Uh, imagine the the turnover ratio possibilities for the Bears going into the season with the the forced fumbles and also the forced passes uh having that extra defender back because you have only 3 men rushing.
2: 3126446767 6, 7. we want your thoughts and your feelings on this Bears trade for Khalil Mack. Frankfurt, Ryan is up next on the score. Hey Ryan, good morning.
4: Uh, yeah, I think uh, getting this uh, Mac guy just proves that Rock, Roquan Smith is going to be a bust. Uh, they probably don't have any faith in him.
0: Khalil so and got Mac, and then they gave up two first round picks. Uh, they're going to need those two first round picks here coming up because uh, with Trubisky, they ain't doing anything. Well, True Boston
1: Bears still suck.
2: All right, Ryan. Well, uh, thank you for that. Even though Roquan and Khalil Mac are completely different positions, uh, we appreciate the call. <laughs> uh, dunlop gt is here uh, on the score hey good morning gt hey good morning guys
4: i'll be a dissenting opinion today i think uh if they're giving up two first i do feel like they're giving up too much for this i think he's a great player but he is 27 and so if you look at the window of time i think it's fairly small what does he have maybe three years of his prime playing left i think the bears are going in the right direction but they're not ready to compete this year so i think the window is pretty small it's feel like you're giving up an awful lot I have to pay him like one of the top players in football and two firsts. I think one of the benefits of the first is, you know, if you hit on a blue chip player, you have the opportunity to lock him up under the rookie wage scale and get them at great value. And so we're passing up on uh, two swings at that and the potential to bring in some blue chip reinforcement. He's yep. a great player. I'm excited, but I
0: feel like it's too much.
2: Yep. There's no doubt, GT. I mean, there are certainly f- red flags that can be raised for this. I will say this: If you look at Mac in the in the same realm as a, as a Briggs or as an Urlacher, those guys were productive players into their thirties. Now, we certainly saw the decline as that happened. Right. But I figure, and this is just my own thought: you get another four or five good years, really good years, out of Khalil Mack, you are going to take that. I mean, he's he is a former defensive player. Well, by, by then maybe
3: the you are in the Super Bowl. You right, know. you may
2: have won a Super Bowl. That I right. am sure is the so, hope. So,
3: you know, I, again, people will say, "Well, you are getting ahead of yourself," and. Yes, Levi, Of course I am. It's not your sport anyways, right. but I've been right. covering sports in Chicago for sure. thirty five years and covered the Bears for fifteen. So uh when you have a chance to upgrade and and you throw him in with those other great mm-hmm. defensive athletes, uh, you know, that you know, that's some pretty heady stuff. You you just don't blink and give up two number ones for nothing. And in this case, uh it's there's there's a couple of things involved, Mike. One is you're going to be a more competitive team. You're going to be more athletic. You're going to be able to uh, create turnovers. But more importantly, you're creating a buzz uh, that uh, you're, you're, you're serious about win, trying to win a championship. This is not uh, the Chicago Bears going back on their heels and just yep. uh, waiting for the quarterback to develop.
2: And, and how about your front seven of uh, Hicks, Goldman, Bullard, and then your linebackers, Roquan, Trevathan, Leonard Floyd rushing from the outside, Khalil Mack rushing from the other side. That, my friends, is pretty good. Keep him healthy, Mike. Keep him healthy is right. Uh, Let's get back to the phones. We want to talk to you about this huge Bears news. Ron is in Indianapolis. Ron is on the score. Hey, Ron. Oh, it's Vaughn,
4: guys. Oh, Vaughn. Hey, what's up,
2: man? Hey, not a lot. I just had a couple
4: points. Uh, We can't mention this in the same breath as the Cutler thing. You have to look at... Khalil Max accomplishments. I mean, Cutler came off a one Pro Bowl year, and I think he still threw like 18 interceptions and 26 touchdowns then. Yep. He might have thrown for 4,600 yards. You're talking about a defensive player of the year. That's like the equivalent of if Jay was like an offensive MVP, you know, for the year. And you're talking about a, an all-pro. I mean, it, it's not even in the same vein. And, again, there are some drawbacks possibly, but here, here's what I say to any of the dissenting opinions. As a Chicago Bear fan, I've seen Curtis Edens be the number four overall pick. I've seen Cedric Benson be the number four overall pick. I've seen Kevin White be the number seven overall pick. So I know those are different GMs, but there's no guarantee that a so-called blue-chip pick's going to turn into a blue-chip player. And then also you hope that you're drafting 15 or, or below. What are your chances of drafting a Khalil Mack at 15 or below for the next two years? I think this was just a great This was a great move by the Bears. And if you're saying that it's bad, then you're really just reaching for straws, grabbing right. for straws, in Va- my opinion.
2: Vaughn, Va- appreciate the call and the thoughts. And, and right on. I mean, we, we've lamented the Bears' lack of success in their draft picks uh, for – Many, many years, uh, and you know, most of the uh, recent uh, Bears history has, has not been great in the draft. You're starting to see that turn the corner a little bit the last few years with Ryan Pace's drafts, and certainly I'm very optimistic about Anthony Miller this year. I'm optimistic about Roquan Smith because I loved him in college. I know he hasn't done anything this uh, training camp with the holdout, but... It's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be an interesting one. I, I like, this, I like one. the
3: statement by Pace. I like the statement by the Bears organization that uh, we are going for the best player out there. We're going to forsake yep. number one picks down the road because we think we have enough talent built in here with Mac to start winning and winning big.
2: I will rephrase this, or I will uh, kind of you know reframe this trade too. You know, the rumblings out there via Twitter and all the NFL reporters is that the Packers were one of the other serious contenders to get Khalil Mack. Bears fans, how would you have felt if that that had wound up instead of the Bears getting him? I'm guessing not too happy. Andersonville, Steve is up next on The Score. Hey, Steve.
4: Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Um, Well, I agree with the last caller. If you're complaining about this trade, uh, I I don't know. I really don't know what you're thinking. We're talking about the Bears. They haven't won a Super Bowl since 1985. Um, We're going to go... You know, we're going to turn into – the. it's going to be halfway to the uh, 100-year mark. If this doesn't – if we don't start making moves now, that's entirely too long. Um, I'm I'm super excited about it. What I wanted to ask you guys was, how do you think this is going to impact uh, Trubisky's development? Obviously, there's going to be a lot more pressure now every game, every quarter, really every play, because I believe this puts them, you know, in the Super Bowl conversation within the next few years. It should. Um, similar to what we, you know, we're looking at the White Sox and the Cubs with a five-year plan. I think that's uh, how we should look at this. I'll hang up and listen to you guys.
2: All right, Steve. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, my opinion, honestly, I think the Bears expect a jump from Trubisky this year, regardless of the Mac trade or no Mac trade. I think the Bears thought they were going to contend or be competitive this year with Trubisky with that new offense. And I think certainly they expect, because you've heard Matt Nagy said this, Alex Smith and the Chiefs didn't necessarily get this offense. In totality, right away, it took a few years to build. So they're expecting this to be a build, but they're also expecting to contend. And I think the defense, uh, the addition on defense only adds to that.
3: It's a big win for the player, too, who uh, just uh, stood his ground and said, you know what? Um, I, I don't want to I don't want to get the uh, the label put on me. I don't want to be here forever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move on and I'm going to get paid now. So good for him.
2: Yeah. And for the, for the Ryan pace, uh, whether you're the Ryan pace fan club or the Ryan pace, uh, let's get rid of him club. If nothing else, this solidifies it. This is, this is going, these are the, the uh, mountains that pace is planning his flag on Mitch Trubisky, Khalil Mack. If it works out, we're going to be loving Ryan pace. We're going to be singing his praises for years. If it doesn't work out, then unfortunately, you know how that goes. But right now, You certainly are optimistic that it's going to work out. I'm more optimistic on the Mac side, certainly, than on the Trubisky side. We'll see how it works out. We'll talk to you about it. Coming back uh, during the 10 o'clock hour, we will be heavy on the phones. 312-644-6767. Score Bears reporter Chris Emma will join us uh, in a moment after we come back uh, to break this trade down. And then all of your calls for the rest of the hour here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.